Yeah, we got a <laughs> we got a hot one for you. Yeah. And there we don't have like any award things to talk about. Just just go around. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Brett, we could talk about the fan vote bullshit that's going on. <laughs> Brett wants to put some words in that one, so he can. I just don't like we all don't the. Have, no, we don't have to. I'm just saying that's fucking crazy well, news, just, and I totally forgot they yeah. were even doing it. It's just a lot of. You know what? Um, I'll just put this in the you. podcast at the beginning, and then we've talked about it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, I mean that is there you true. Go. <laughs> I mean, there you we, go. what what do they call it? Uh, a quick ticker down the bottom of your screen. Dude, how how are you? How is the academy so dumb? Like you get if you give the public the option to fuck with you, they'll troll. They're you. going troll. to take that option yeah. wholeheartedly. And so mm-hmm. Cinderella is going to win this weird fan vote thing, and Spider Man's going to get shafted. And the whole reason they did it was so they could give a comic book movie a statue, and it's not going to work. And it's hilarious. I think uh, last I checked, Cinderella's like at a one point eight on Letterbox, which is just drastically not what you should do did you see it no (laughs) 1.6 why why would i have watched that oh i don't know that's right you're trying to limit what you watch which will create more cinematic blind spots no here's the thing i said that and now i just feel the need to watch anything you watch so i'm not just (laughs) sitting here like an idiot when we talk about the things on the movie it's the only reason i watched texas chainsaw i I try, yeah. I'm, I'm needing people to watch I, that. I hate I, to say all right, that. All right, all right, all right. Like, we can, we can get to talking about this. Hold uh, on, one, one, one thing before we start. Yeah, I felt that, Brett, when uh, but we did the Ryan Reynolds podcast. I'm like, Blaine, why are you going through his whole list when you haven't seen half of it? And I'm well, like, he said movies where it's like, I didn't even see that one yet. So I was like, because I wasn't. That's prepared. what I was saying. You guys should have just done like a 10 thing. We Well, we, we got to. <laughs> Um, Am I just doing pretty much like the real view favorite directors? Couple favorite you can, movies. No man, you can say you can what you say want. Whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, thrash Ben Simmons. We're not tyrannical <laughs> dictators. We're not tyrannical dictators like Blaine. Oh, even though he forgot to do it for me, and I'm not salty, Blaine. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that is that is very true. That was funny. All right, let me quickly jot down my intro. Welcome back to this week's episode of Center Rivals. I'm Brent. And we got a pretty big episode with us today. <laughs> I guess I'm Brett. He always wants to cut me off. He never wants to let me say my name, folks. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, yeah, we have a big episode with you this week. We're going to get into the TV section soon. Uh, we got some new releases to go cover. One that um, really leaves you bloody and the other one that leaves you muddy. And then we also have a very special guest, the Philly special himself. I'm Jonathan Amor, Shamey. Uh, the biggest sports Philly fan ever. Um, screw Ben Simmons. Super hype for James Harden. Uh, and go Dallas Cowboys, right, right? Johnny, my first question oh. for you, sir. <laughs> How many times have you been to Philadelphia again? Um, <laughs> Ten times virtually. <laughs> uh, would have been once, but I flipped a car. And uh, Yeah, yeah. That Honda Civic died. I always died. forget that. Wow. You know, I think uh, fans in Buffalo should flip cars instead of coins now. They might have better luck right. at that. Yeah. All right. They might well. win some games if they flip cars. I mean, are we about to turn this into a sport podcast for real? Because, it, like, it I don't – I, I think that they should both get the opportunity. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with the rule and w- with everyone saying that the overtime is broken AF. What we'll do is we'll break this episode down using more statistics right. than normal. Get into right. P- Peacemaker's box score. 
right over here. Count. The season, the season staff like bombs drop. Podcast. He doesn't handle the pressure. Just move him to Brooklyn. If you need to call a timeout, let us know. There's no halftime. We are so yeah. off the rails already, guys. But Make sure we don't have any fights. At that Michigan. I mean, honestly, what else can you expect when Johnny mm. joins the party? This is one of our closest <laughs> buddies. He's a part of 99% of the competitions we do as friends here, like our box office competition and our fantasy awards league. So it was only a matter of time before we got him here on the pod. And what a fitting podcast to have him on. Uh, Johnny, if you don't know, is learning to be a video game developer himself. And our theme of the week is video game movies to coincide with the release of Uncharted. So before we get into all that, Brent, it's that time of day again. What's happening at euphoria high school who's shooting up and who's getting shot okay that is very bad is it, <laughs> wait okay that i don't know anything so about the show was it super poignant no it makes you sound like there was a, a a school shooting when you say that i wouldn't be surprised i don't know what this this show is ridiculous and you said Drug something crazy happened, school, and I don't know. Shooting it up. Man, that is, this just quickly turning <laughs> into a... <laughs> nope, I need you to naturally transition into that for me, my friend. That's the podcast game. Well, I'll tell you what they're doing. What they're do- uh, They're shooting into the play that I've been talking about. The big play finally happened, the one that was being produced by Lexi, uh, written and ter- uh, visually called Our Life. The episode was titled The Theater and It's Double, and what they do this was right off the bat best uh tv episode i've seen this year between all the stuff we've had just because of uh you can say the production value got but also just the visualization unreal uh i know you guys you, you caught my snapchat but they played this end of the play a montage of i need a hero not a montage but just singing the song on stage and it was unreal um, you definitely got to see uh, a better. I mean, they copied off of Shrek too. I got you. Uh, it's a tough competition, but I think we knew who the weird winner was when it, when we finished. Um, yeah, Shrek you, two. Of you course. don't really hear much much talk about Shrek two anymore. Everyone talks about Shrek two. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, it's not talked about highly. Oh, so that's dude. Who's Shrek shooting up in Shrek? Does... No one's shooting in Shrek, so we're we don't need to. Uh, we don't know what that frog guy is doing really, but uh, sorry for <laughs> derailing the the conversation. <laughs> So what thing I that's really the fairy fun, dust is a little different in euphoria than uh, oh dude, there's a lot of fairy dust in euphoria you know what yeah. <laughs> let's get an animated episode of euphoria while we're at it dude um, what if they did like stop motion claymation that would be hyster- like community did that would be hysterical hey I'd be done that might be how you get I would to watch get, it. I would finally get me to watch the show uh, so what's really funny about the episode is as the play is happening it's also showing you real life of like real life events. Um, through the also the play Lexi cast uh, high school students to play her friends and as the play is going on her friends in the audience start realizing you know shit this play is about ourselves and it's really funny how they pick up on it especially when they start seeing themselves being acted by people and what's something you kind of notice as this play is going on it's getting very uh, homoerotic and just flat out crazy stuff is going on um, especially for high school the production budget between this is crazy uh i noticed there's no teachers no principals it, you see parents in the crowd but you really start to pick up as the more um in terms of being in the school you're not seeing like that adult which is funny um but yeah i think the highlight of this episode 
is this play finally happening? Everything really breaking down from how, uh, from Lexi's point of view about it. And she's really kind of showing you that um, one of like the themes that I pick up from it was just like, you know, when you're in high school and you're really close with everyone and then like, she's kind of showing it as what happens when we get done and like you're growing up and you're kind of growing more apart because she sees the toxic between a lot of these friends. Like we've talked, I've talked about a hundred times to Maddie and the Casey, that stuff is going to go crazy when it finally happens. Uh, Lexi does this, the whole, I need a hero scene kind of shows you um, Nate on a homophobic side, which really kind of like how his dad was. So it really gets under his skin and it just shifts between um, multiple characters being shown like how she Lexi views them and it's just it's really great uh, they do a lot of musical numbers so it's not just the I need a hero the sets rotate really nicely and I mean just for, I know it's um, it's an HBO show but being inside this high school it's still wild that they're kind of able to pull all of this off I was seeing some stuff on on Twitter about like how they were they paid for it through drug money because they know, those kids know a bunch of drug people which is hilarious um, and at that same time you had Brett's favorite character, Fez, he was going to, he was getting dressed, <laughs> going, oh my guy. getting ready to go there. But there's this tension building up because, because it's starting to seem like he's about to get busted by the cops. And so they don't show it, uh, but they show that he doesn't make it to the play. And so they certainly do tease in next week's episode that it's going to be, could be hell, uh, hella crazy. And that Fez might meet his fate, but we'll see. But I, I mean, saw- Ooh, it's, I saw it's a fantastic I, episode. Sounds like it. Uh, no, it's, it's, it sounds it's, like it's a performance at the Muni. It's a it, no, spinning it's, stage. It's stuff. madness, man. It's on. Um, it's so like I haven't watched an episode where like I was that just um, nothing crazy was happening in terms of like the intensity between like a character losing themselves, like especially with the show being about drugs and the, the addiction part of it. You don't really see that much like you see Rue in the crowd and she's enjoying this chaos. You see Jules in the crowd and she's just like watching everyone's reaction. Like all the characters we've come to know are watching this at the same time, but not together. And I think it speaks volume to how, how the show comes together. And it's it's bonkers. And Lexi is certainly MVP of that show, but she's finally getting that that chance to start. Uh, and it's it's awesome. I love it. Um and next week is the finale, and I can't wait. It's gonna, I so it teases something's gonna happen, and I think we might actually get our first death. It'd be it'd be crazy, but I think we might get there. I did see. Uh, I guess his name's Angus Cloud that plays Fez. Fez, yeah. Uh, he said his dream role is playing Jim, a live action Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet, and from what you've said, mm-hmm. and just from how he looks, super down, very mm-hmm. down. That's the movie that I'm like, Disney, stop doing the good ones in live action and give us the things that like could really be new and exciting like Treasure Planet in uh, live action. A live action Atlantis, bro. You or know, Atlantis, exactly. Fucking exciting exactly. We've, been, that would we've be? been trying to cast oh, that man. movie for years. I feel like every year we do a fan cast. Right. That that, no, that that's certainly that's a good point. Uh, I, I think um, I know I've probably said this a hundred times, but like if there's an episode you're going to watch, if you haven't seen the show yet. You can't really be spoiled from this one. Uh, it certainly is nice to see, like, um, you're getting a good... I feel like you definitely US. can be spoiled. Not really. I mean, not, like, big. I mean, you don't really get to see a lot of the really it's just stuff. about level of caring, but okay. I can't really call it that. Um, but no, I mean, in personal taste, it, it's fun. Because, like, it really shows you how this show can go from being so 
uh, shell shock and like what they're being able to portray between the addiction part of it, that narrative, and then going into this narrative with the school play and just going, I mean, it's, it's a giant musical note and it was fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, I watched a bunch of the like replays of replays of it uh, this morning. It was, is neat. I mean, it certainly has a musical episode. And, and what was really neat about like what I really kind of found from it that was really cool was it had that Birdman vibe, like the drumming going on in the background, like they do in Birdman, uh, just hitting beat for beat. And Lexi just sitting there like, you know, uh, like those one take shots that you saw from like Michael Keaton and, and Birdman. It was it was fucking awesome. I mean, really great shit. And it's going to be great to get to the season finale and like finally being able to understand like how all this is coming about. Um but knowing that we'll have to wait some time for season three because these people are busy. Yeah. 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 That's, that's euphoria. I'm, I'm of the mind that Zendaya is not the only young African-American actress out there. And maybe she shouldn't be as busy as she is because she's in fucking everything. Uh, but obviously she's great in this. So maybe she should just focus on this show from for a while. Yeah. As long as it doesn't uh, take away from like other people getting work that they deserve, but also it doesn't start to, wear her out because that that could be really bad where she doesn't act for like five years we said it last week she i mean like just lined up she probably has another spider-man movie she has the dune sequel she has now euphoria season three she's like every voice of every female character in every animated movie so i can only (laughs) assume she's going to be in something else sooner or later uh she's fucking busy man And she's still going after that Oscar. Who knows what kind of small indie movie she's going to be doing. Yeah, that's true. But um, Euphoria, uh, turning the channel into our other HBO show. No, wait, before that, we we got a guest here, man. Johnny, what are your thoughts on Euphoria? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of drugs, baby. Yeah. Uh, Johnny's in my camp, folks. He hasn't seen the show either. Uh I've seen more than you, though. I have oh, seen more there than you. Go. This is true. This is true. I, mm-hmm. I just couldn't catch up to all season two by the time this podcast sure. was uh, recorded. I only got a couple episodes, but well, Johnny, you know who so far. You know who else can't catch up? Ben Simmons under the room. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he's in Brooklyn. Gosh, dude, this has got to be like to understand that <laughs> reference. You have to be a weird cross section of like. Realms. movie sports fans we're we're breaking yeah. the multiverse before dr strange can that's all i gotta say that's what's up bro take that marvel <laughs> and 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 hitting away from marvel though let's let's get into the dc peacemaker tv show where this Speaking this is marvel dc this this is the yeah. uh the season finale um cumulative ver whatever we got from throughout the entire season yeah this is this is the the wrap-up to what has been Easily one of the most unique superhero shows to ever come to be. Like, can we at least agree on that? Oh, 100%. Uniqueness is out the ass. There's never been a show like like Creatively? And like, and like uh, comedically and, and uh, like, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot though I haven't seen. Like, I mean, Titans, I wouldn't mind getting myself into. No, no, I'm saying just in the sense of like a full, like a tone of the TV show. They've never made another DC project that is like this. They don't, it's always skewed more towards the like. I can't stand the more serious or it's the CW stuff, which is like campy, but it's still like taking itself pretty serious. I mean, spoiler alert here. 
but this doesn't take li- any DC character seriously, period. We get two F-bombs from none other than Jason Momoa's Aquaman in this episode. They t- mm. tied it all back can, in. I want to talk we- about that now. Okay, that was, talk about it right that, was, now. that was fucking stupid. That's what that was. No, yeah. that was awesome. He'd been referencing them the whole. It was the perfect payoff to all the fucking. It wasn't perfect. The whole show. It gives. Oh, it takes so away the good. weight from like these like tier B level superheroes, and then you're bringing in these higher power ones, like and to kind of like tell you that these well, situations first and don't foremost, need these guys. There's no way that Superman or the Flash is late to a situation. Uh, that just doesn't work with their powers. Um, but no, dude, I love that. Because, well, obviously they couldn't get everyone. And I saw online that they had a Batman and Cyborg that they filmed, but then James Gunn decided for one reason or another to cut those two characters and just do the two that we got to see and then the uh, the Superman and Wonder Woman. But the fact that we actually got those two actors in the show is truly a surprise to me because it would have been the... It would have been, so, no, no, no. been so easy for DC. It would have been so easy for DC and Warner Brothers to put this show in like its own little cylinder and like not have it affect the greater outcome of what they're still doing with these like Flash movies and Aquaman movies. And they said, just like Jason Momoa, they said, fuck it. And they tied it all together and made this big overarching joke. And I thought the payoff, especially the payoff comedically, was a 10 out of 10. That was easily the best moment of the show for me. Two minutes was the best. No, like because 10 of seconds. Setup, yeah, I thought, why it's the best moment. Um, just, I don't know how long. This is just like Book of Boba Fett. Your best book. moment was when they bring back old characters. Because it's clearly. Love, yeah. Oh yeah. So basically what you're saying, the rest I'm of the show sucks. boy. If mm-hmm. we pull back old characters, mm-hmm. money. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's what we want. Nostalgia. It's like, so I got this idea for a TV show, but let's not worry about A, B, C, D. Let's worry about E. And E is going to be like the Justice did this for the. Ent- yeah. It was two seconds in the finale of the show. And they didn't need Gosh, to be in it, though. Fish is what you needed. <laughs> but, it, but the fact that they were, they went out of their way to do that, I think says a lot more than actors? them not doing it. The actors and Warner Brothers and James Gunn and like I mean, the Jason fact Momoa that they allow really nice these characters guy, to be in yeah. the show. I don't. I mean, in terms of the fact really that Warner Brothers is not being overprotective of their IP like that, because they know they have movies. They uh, Jason Momoa has a PG thirteen movie coming out that Warner Brothers wants kids to go see, but now there is a show where he says the f word twice. Like that will deter people. No, I disagree. Uh, dude, no, no, sh- hey, shut up for a second. I had a mother who you returned can't talk her to tickets like today. That? I, I'm so sorry. Wow. I going back to the real view podcast. <laughs> oh, damn. Shout out, Blaine. <laughs> I had a woman return three tickets to a movie today because it was dog. It was PG 13 and it was too inappropriate for her kids. Did the dog die? Oh my god. I don't know. Oh my gosh. But I that Here thought actually came to me the other day and I'm like, they better not, even though I'm not I didn't watch the movie. Oh yeah. Johnny, what'd you what did you think of all of that? Justice League showing up. Uh I was kind of like weirded out by the fact that they brought in Superman knowing that Henry Cavill's not gonna be it. Like, why did you even put an actor there? Same with Wonder Woman. That was like so you have two of the real people and two guys that are not the people. Why did you even show them? Because he had been it's also weird to believe that Jason yeah. Momoa would fuck fish. I'm sorry. That's just yeah. 
This is weird. Are you kidding me? That's the over, that is literally the overarching joke on the character of Aquaman since the dawn of his creation. Like, did you never have you never heard that before? Uh, no, because the first time I saw Aquaman oh was my God. Uh, Jason watch Momoa. Robot Chicken. So that's the season finale for Peacemaker. Uh, no, I, I shut up. Pretty- More happened. <laughs> Are you sure? Because you just here. said yeah, nothing. I, don't know. I wanted to Apparently start with that moment just, because I uh, thought you guys, League. I thought you guys were going to be in my boat and also thought it was an exciting moment to see them. But fuck you. I think your boat's sinking. You should get that. Yeah. Work well. So then, what were your what else? What else do you want to? What's favorite between the episode then? I, or I guess in well, terms no, of I mean, we can talk. The show's the, it's the finale, so we can talk about how the show played out as a whole and our overarching feelings. Or I mean, I mean, I gave mine. Nothing, nothing else mattered because ever at the end, the Justice League showed up and took care of business, and they were late, so it didn't matter. They didn't have to do anything. That was the joke, and that's why they don't yeah. need it. You don't need it, this but is... it doesn't make the show worse. Are you really discrediting the show because yeah. of the Justice League showing up there at the end? No. Okay. So I'll, I think I'll go ahead. And, funny. I'll go ahead and highlight. Thank you. That when the showdown finally happened, I I didn't really care for like the jokes leading up to it though, like the stuff with Eagly, and once again, Vigilante. Yeah, I lost some respect for Eagly, dude. Vigilante is really like I don't I don't think I've seen a character takes such a dive between like how many times can we make him look stupid and he goes with it uh but i enjoyed the team working together and the end they finally kind of put their shit aside and did things together they started shooting the same bad guys collectively and cooperatively uh and we have we weren't we weren't getting that all between the the other theme song i will add which was awesome yeah, my my TV didn't pop up the skip button during that part, so I was I had to actually listen to that theme song. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but no, I mean that that part I enjoyed. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I, I really thought that um, Harcourt was gonna die, and that would have been effing brutal. Because how can I watch a season two without her? I liked uh, I liked the that they gave John Economos his moment, and at the very end they tied they tie his character back into the comics. It looks like he's the warden at. Uh, the the prison from Suicide Squad, which that's the character in the comics. So that was a cool little nod. Uh, but yeah, I thought all the characters got like their moments, and they they like rounded them off very well. And and especially specifically, Peacemaker's uh like whole arc of be- becoming a, a true hero in his own mind and, and doing what he think is was right, and not just taking orders for for the sake of peace and listening to the aliens and succumbing to what they were saying. Uh, so I, that, that all played out really well. It was a really well-written show. I mean, it, it, it was good as a TV show. It might've, I'm trying to decide whether or not as a TV show that it was harmed or helped by the fact that it was penned by like one person across the board. And I think in my mind it was helped just because it had this like very consistent tone throughout the entirety of the show. So that's great. But then you lose kind of that, like what I don't, what's the word I'm looking for. We, cause we were just getting kind of stalled out by the end. So it didn't have any like ebbs and flows to it or like peaks to keep us excited to watch it throughout the show. It kind of just like stayed on like a plateau, like we were saying for the most of the runtime. And I think that is that show's greatest flaw probably. Well, I don't, yeah, I didn't think that there needed to be eight episodes. I know one of them was really short, like a half hour. 
Um, something like that. But they could have really added, they could have made it like six. six. You know, they could have really condensed some things around on that. I binge watched it and you guys watched it. Weekly, yes. So I'm very curious to see how you guys felt about it while I binge watched it. Well, did well, you no, feel yourself? So we want to hear what you think. Yeah. Yeah. When I watched all eight, because it was all seven was available, and then eight, I watched eight the next day mm-hmm. when it was released. I got kind of like tired of it, like episode like five, four, mm. five. Yeah. Where same it's here. just like they're not really going anywhere. It seemed kind of a little predictable. Like the one guy just having like a moth in his head. I'm like, okay, that seemed kind of obvious. It's like, did you really need two episodes of kind of not going anywhere, kind of hinting at it? I'm like, well, that that's that's basically like needed. That's where we were. I mean, because we thought it's the almost first... like you listen to our shows and are just like repeating what we said. The first two episodes were good. And then really between, like you said, the three, four, and five, that middle dough and whatnot was just not, you know, they could have really condensed those into like one episode, if you ask me. I mean, I, I was saying it last week. This could have been an HBO Max t- um, movie. Or no, that was just Book of Boba Fett. Maybe this could have been the same thing. And then I, last week's episode was all right, but this one was better. Um, and so I guess that's important when you are trying to complete a season and a show. It's interesting, though, that before we even got the finale, that a season two was even announced. And so going into this episode, I was kind of like, are they going to solve this whole butterfly uh, crisis or are we going to get like more of them happening? It looked like John Cena was about to turn evil for a second. Like there could have been a lot of stuff uh, hinting at season two, but they don't even do that. They do a really good job of kind of like closing some. It's the same thing how I felt with Loki. It's the same exact thing when I how I felt with Loki. It's like we knew there was a season two coming, so it's like they just chose not to end their story. Uh, so when I was I was kind of worried, but it does seem like they found like a good stopping place for this and whatever, and they like gave everyone their moment, and they still teed it up for season two where these this team of characters can still be working together. I just it's gonna be well. I didn't think I would be. I didn't think I'd be in your boat, being as hesitant as I am to watch season two. I'm still going to watch season two because. Well, yeah, we already got this far. Right, exactly. I'm just kind of curious because they started off having like the whole world infected by butterflies. And I'm just like, so none of these Justice League heroes noticed that aliens were taking over. Oh, that's true. Like like, fucking Superman couldn't see inside their heads with his x-ray vision. Couldn't see this. Oh, oh, because like, they huh. couldn't oh, see this. Wow, shit. Johnny, you just like, fucked this whole show for me. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, that's wow. the issue. That's why but I'm that's, on this you show. Called this point out. In defense of the show, that's the kind of that's the argument everyone has when like they're watching the Netflix shows or they're watching like a Marvel movie where they're like, "Where the fuck are the Avengers? Why can't the Avengers just come in and save all these problems?" It's like, man, sometimes they're fucking busy with other shit. But if there's thousands of butterflies inside of people's heads, you don't think Superman might have seen like, I don't know, one or two of them and been like, the fuck is this? Because like the show had like high level. Wow, I hate you. I hate you for this the government infected. And they're just suicide people are just coming out and killing these guys with bugs in their heads. And, yeah. and you know, it's interesting. Superman didn't see us it. The last time we saw Peacemaker was in Suicide Squad. And in Suicide Squad, you have... Idris Elba's, um, what's his name in that 
uh, oh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Yeah. He shoots his character supposedly shoots uh, Superman well, with comic, that kryptonite yeah, in the yeah. comics. Yeah, but he they say it in the in the yeah. show in yeah, the movie. No, they make the reference. So he's in prison. Funny to see shot. Superman at the end of this, mm-hmm. considering the last time we in this universe, you know. Um, he was wounded. Oh, by no, that. Well, they did in the again. I'm just def- I'm just def- over here playing the defense lawyer <laughs> real quick because yeah, we don't establish how long he's been in jail. We don't know when he shot Superman. He could have been in there for like five or six years because of that incident or whatever. And so Superman is now healed. Correct. Yeah. Um, and you know they have been referencing Superman even after Henry Cavill like exited everything because they talk about he's in Shazam at the end pretty much without his just not his head so it's mm-hmm. not like this is a new thing them just putting these stunt doubles for these characters in there and uh like i i think i said they had a batman and a cyborg but they chose just to like nix them i don't know why they excluded two of the six uh, well, I'm they, I might know why they excluded Cyborg because Ray Fisher kind of burned every bridge at Warner Brothers he had besides Zack Snyder. But um, I don't know. I back to that moment. <laughs> I, I I still loved it. I still no, so love the show. I don't know what I'm what I want to kind of, I guess, get my my thought out. You have um, James. So James Gunn is reportedly going to do everything once again with season two. He's going to mm-hmm. redo uh, the directing and the writing. But he also still has Gardens of the Galaxy. He has yeah. the uh, holiday special that's supposed to well, come out this Okay, November, but they're shooting December. that back-to-back mm-hmm. on yes. the same shoot schedule. But I, I say that because... Yeah, actually, they're shooting that, the holidays. They're shooting the movie, Guardians 3, the holiday special, and all the video bits for the new Guardians of the Galaxy Disney ride all inside of one shoot. Which and is better, yeah. Are that's... you about to tee up the thing about Ezra Miller that I saw? Well, I would never tease up Ezra Miller, so go right oh, okay. ahead. Well, basically, for the scene that they shot for Peacemaker, it was an afterthought, and they had already wrapped shooting, so Ezra Miller went onto the set of Guardians 3 to shoot his little bit as the Flash, just because that's how schedule lined, schedules lined up. Hmm. No, I didn't see that. Uh, and then you also have this another spinoff show within the Suicide Squad. And yes. So I think if you have Guardians of the galaxy holiday special coming in december you're not going to get peacemaker i believe in december january like the winter of the end of this year early next year so i think we're and then whatever is going on with the suicide squad this other spinoff show i don't know if that one's going to be coming before or after season two but it'll be interesting to see when season two even comes in fruition especially what it's even going to be about i mean seems like butterflies are kind of closed except for the one that was alive i mean yeah uh, he sees his dad that's dead yeah, i hope so that'd yeah, be an interesting it- narrative but Give it's it just do something, while. do something wild, do do something like Starro or whatever. Like you already did the the alien invasion, maybe do something a little more ground level. I've seen a lot of people like dubbing this the best comic book TV show of all time. I'm like, these where people, do you I mean, see that shit at? Dude, I'm telling you, I'm seeing it I on TikTok, I'm seeing it internet. on Twitter. I'm <laughs> I it. don't want to know that yeah. part of the internet. No. But like, I'm like, have you people never seen like Watchmen or Daredevil or The Punisher? Like all these shows are even longer, even more brutal. And like, they really do a good job at developing their (laughs) characters in the show. Like the the show is great, but like it's it is just not even close to being on that level. I mean, if you're comparing it to all the other DC shows, I would say, yeah, 
because like the flash the arrow everything on the cw is just kind of garbage well yeah i, I want it they, they all started off pretty good and then just fell off and jumped they, the shark. in my opinion they all started off good but then it got super repetitive then you had to watch like five yeah, barry can only run faster one so many story times. you know the story plot of one show like the watch the flash you have to watch the arrow Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They true. have a crossover across four series. I'm like, that's so much investment. And it was I like every that much level investment. Every night for like four straight nights was an episode. And like, that's a lot. To, that's dude. That's ask, when I was yeah. like, all right, I'm done. Cause like, I couldn't keep up on the DVR. I was just like, I can't, I physically can't watch all these shows. Yeah. But we're not, but anyways, let's, we're done talking. I don't want to talk about those shows. Anything else you guys want to add about Peacemaker? I, John, hell yeah john cena yeah that, i mean that's, that is the last thing i'll say that's pretty good well it's also kind of good to see him give him give him a goddamn it. comedy don't say it oh I was gonna say, that is not just i know but that's not just like the him playing the third lead or second lead third lead comedy because like vacation friends was pretty good but i oh wanted my. it to go like one more step further i want like john c i want hard r john cena action comedy that's what I want. I, hold up. No, no, no. Wait I mean, minute, we got I blockers. I think he is doing a blockers. Uh, not I want like an action series, not Fast and Furious nine. I want action comedy. I want something in the sense of like. Like um, uh, 21 Jump Street. For John Cena, but not 21 Jump Street. So he's I can't really ver- verify if this is also a it. So here you are. Action comedy. It's called Freelance. Also stars Allison Brie, Christian Slater, Alice Eve, uh, Alice Martin Koskas, which, I mean, that's exciting. Uh, it says an early ex, early, an ex special forces hmm. operator takes a job to provide security for a journalist as she interviews a dictator. But a military coup breaks out in the middle of the interview. They are forced to escape into the jungle where they must survive. Huh? There's your, that's an action well, comedy. Sounds like it's like a little bit of um, the interview. Sounds- and hitman's bodyguard hitman's bodyguard yeah hmm. yeah there you go i think you're, you're you just like that man you spoke it and it came alive i know dude i need a i need a great if i did i just we waste a, my one a, wish on that <laughs> oh, yeah way no, to go one million dollars no yeah, a nice guys too let's let's try oh, more. yeah nice guys no. too here we go no i would ask for what ben affleck I would, I would ask for ben affleck's batman movie actually this tees in very well with our next topic, but I would like someone to finally get fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, that would be your wish. Yeah. I was like, how no, are you going to tie Ben Affleck's <laughs> Batman into this, my guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this this past weekend, um, you've heard me say it before, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of my favorite horror franchises. I'm going to have to probably knock it down a peg after uh, what I witnessed, but Netflix, huh? Netflix released uh, their... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, this is the ninth film in the Bloody Chainsaw franchise. And if you ask me, I think it's time they need to see therapy. Um, we can, the plot basically, as all other chainsaw wielding uh, these movies are, um, well, technically, I mean, they're kind of losing their, their sense of direction though. Um, but this one, as weirdly as it sounds, uh, can't really make it up. Ooh, cool. Let me pull up the plot here. 
I'm trying. Are you to like, really about to tell the plot? We need no, the I'm just Texas. Just, just, it's, just a it's, quick. It's, it's about a massacre. Oh, hold on, in Texas <laughs> with a chainsaw, and the guy just so happens to use a chainsaw. It's it, no. This part's important for me to at least at least sure. reference it. But um, after nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealists beyond friends who accident, accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. What that means is. This is a legacy sequel that is ripping off Halloween that it was so successfully a couple years ago. And it takes place, like they just said, 50 years later. So if you can quickly do the math, Leatherface would be 70 years old and he is not that at all in this movie. That is automatically problem number one. You're, you're looking at me like, what the fuck? Yeah. But but it's and who fucking cares? Is that what, what I'm do you mean? Like, he's what a do guy. You mean? I mean, but yeah. he's not he's not Benjamin Button over here. He's I mean, not the, Michael Myers. He's not the shape. He's not. He can't be old and also murderous. Dreams. No, they, if they're supposed to tell you that the whole whole plot summary is like 50 years later, we're going to bring back the final girl from the old one who uh, in real life, she passed away. I so know. they had to recast her. But then you're going to have Leatherface come back to terrorize a new group of people. And she's going to come in, be the final girl again, kind of save the day. Not the case at all. First thing they do is they kind of really ruin uh, the legacy that Sally had from the original because this whole I've been preparing for this night my whole life fucking ends very badly. Uh, it's it's a it's a wrecking ball on, on that nature. But I mean, Michael, my Michael Myers, see, I'm all lost here. Um, Leatherface is supposed to be 70, but in this it makes it look like he's 30, like 10 years has passed for him. And that's really not the case, dude. You can't. Oh, you're gonna tell me I can't say what he looks like because I no, but like shadowy hiding. No, 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 no. It's like thirty is stretch. He was very much. He's very young and 50, 60. How old do you think he is in this? He looked like a grown ass like adult man. He looked like he was old, like a fifty and sixty year old. We watched the wrong. I think you watched the wrong. They never showed his actual face. I don't think we saw the same thing. He he never showed if you we watched the original one, the 1974 last night, and you can kind of tell how Yanni is in that. I mean, in a way. Yeah. And but this one, what if he was only like 14 in that? <laughs> but 50, dude, the math from 50, so even if he's he would be 50, like 54, he can't move as fast as he moved in this movie. But you could say the same thing or about also, Michael Myers. It's a slasher film. Who I mean, cares? I can't imagine a chick. It's it's pretty 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 important if you're some type of slasher horror icon and you have to wield a chainsaw that's pretty fucking heavy and to also these young women or and young teenagers in general you know they should be agile and if he's able to kind of i mean i would love to see his nfl combine numbers i mean i'm sure he'd be a number one overall draft pick with the way he's able to shift yeah. his body around <laughs> dear lord For real but i mean but no like this this whole this film was something i was looking forward to and it was it was bad. Uh, just had a very, very misdirection. Uh, I don't think it understood what they were going for, and it really lost its mind. Uh, Bro, the plot the plot was non-existent garbage. the The setup was incredibly pandery and stupid. It was trying to be some kind of social commentary on like gentrification and. Uh, like school shootings for like a microsecond and mm. failed on. Not, no, no, you can't just mention that for one microsecond. One of the sisters' backstory is that she survived a school shooting. No, no, but and I'm saying like they barely reference it. 
they she immediately they they they, they yeah, flash like, this oh, tape hell yeah as a, has a an ar what, like an ar-15 on his desk i mean did they she was part it. of the school shooting she was <laughs> no no but they, they he was at a school shooting. <laughs> they didn't say which part. She wow. uh they do a quick they do a quick flashback of her laying on the ground. Yeah, they also like highlight hiding. they highlight a bullet wound in her in her thing, which could obviously meant anything. Dude, and it's it's this is a like an 80-minute movie. Obviously, you don't have a don't lot of time to develop all the characters. Man, this like, is 74 minutes long. And then just, a, they, One minute they, they made no effort to give you any kind of development for any of the characters. So you didn't give a shit about anyone if they died or whatever. It was all about like how gory and unique and crazy can you make the kills? And like, granted, I am of the mindset that like some of these kills were fucking awesome. And I especially love the ending that like got a genuine surprise out of me. I uh, called, That was going to happen. At least I meant it was predictable, though, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I like, I was surprised by it, like, have genuinely. Not, all of these remakes that have happened the Friday the 13th, I've the never Freddy seen Krugers, any of them. The Nightmare I've never Street, seen like, any of them. The, I've the only seen the original of the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, yeah, I'm oh, putting this, all these remakes, and they're just basically the Dallas Cowboys today. They're going <laughs> oh off of God. this old brand that was good back in '95, and now they're just garbage. Halloween kills terrible thank you this one terrible thank you i'm scared of they need to stop i'm scared i don't want to see an alien movie if this is how they've been doing the other franchises and the remake of nightmare nightmare and elm street remake that came out a long time like a decade or so ago wasn't good yeah that sucked too that was a whole that was a horrible movie and that one also was was probably 80 minutes long the i mean terrible i guess we're lucky that the the rights to make a new Friday the Thirteenth has been very Messy. delayed. View uh, through yeah. court cases and all that, so maybe we don't need any more of that one. Like, what's wrong with just like I get that every so often you want to watch a group of teenagers get slashed by some deranged maniac and his weapon of choice, but I think this is the end of seeing it through horror icons. I mean, at, and especially no chance. I, well, this is just what I'm. I know it's not, but you want happen, okay. Yeah, but what's going to happen yeah. is later in this week, Netflix is going to come out saying that this movie was one of the top watched films of Netflix's all time database. Well, you don't even know how that. Yes, I'm aware of that shit. <laughs> I mean, because I think uh, <laughs> last night when I was looking at Netflix, it was number three, and I'm like, this fucking this is how uh, this is how we lose as a society. Oh no, you mean this Netflix's is algorithm is. It's pushing its own I, well, products. I'm pretty sure the algorithm is if you watch like 75% of the product, it counts as a full watch. And that is bullshit. It might even be less than that. I've heard uh, data differently too. Uh, where it's surprise. not 100%. Like even if you watch like the... the uh, have to watch four the, minutes. Did you guys watch the end credit scene? Thing? Yeah, that was... I just, I didn't care. I was actually... I had the credits playing. I didn't exit the movie because I was just like so pissed off at what i watched and so upset <laughs> that i was just like sitting there in disbelief and like letting me let my own grief i wanted to put my hand in my sink and turn on the garbage disposal and just like maybe that was going to be more painful less pain than what i had to see it was horrible um yeah and, and yeah like uh i don't know if you noticed this but uh like one of the actors in it uh was jacob Lattimore, who was in a bunch of films i shouldn't say a bunch but like he was in a couple films when he was younger which led me to believe that, you know, he could have been going somewhere, but I, th- I guess he got replaced by the Kelvin Harrisons and whatnot. But he, his whole, like, 
that's the thing. These teenagers, they're they're entrepreneurs and they buy a ghost town in the middle of nowhere without doing any research. Like, how are you supposed to upbring, like, uh, I guess, like create a community of businesses when no one's going to go there? Like, and also a ghost town that has this history of being close to the whole. Right. No, no, no. Basketball. It's not even a modern ghost town. It's literally a ghost town off the set of blazing fucking saddles. <laughs> like <laughs> they're gonna just build mm. restaurants here in the middle of the fucking desert she said it herself it's seven hours away from anything else who the fuck's going to these places that dude that was the most infu- i again i loved a lot of the kills like the bus scene was the cool. bus scene was horrible no don't even, no, I don't even say in it was my cool. mind, i was like they're no. gonna cut to the outside of the bus stop. and then we're not gonna get to see <laughs> any cut, of it they cut but they the actually showed him killed like every single one of those they teenagers show him kill through an Instagram live feed. That is no, that bullshit. Was That's not creative. Yeah. Two seconds. That dude. is not creative. It that was is for just two seconds. Really poor and misdirection. I like that. The, I like that the comments said it was fake. <laughs> no, it was fucking horrible. Not to mention I what know. else. Maybe was I just maybe I enjoyed it I, in like the sense that I was like enjoying it because it was so we bad. We got a body but, like, count. Like, I didn't hate it. I love that the guy. The guy just even to start it off with. You make one move, bro. You're gonna be canceled. Like, yeah, that the dialogue horrible. was terrible. Welcome the to 2020. Pretty cool. When the dude yeah. broke his arm and then stabbed him in the neck with his own bone, that was sick. It was, oh, it was so. These, I think another big problem I had with it, uh, clearly, because I have about 28. Um, yeah. His his mask. Like, I understand that he cuts the face off and he wears it. That's like his, you know, signature outside of just the chainsaw, but. It looked horrible, man. It. I know you. Sometimes when it comes to these films, you want to separate themselves from the other ones and kind of create a little bit more originality to it. But this just looked really bad. Oh. I mean, you're, it's supposed to be a scary. For, I'm going to put air quotes around scary, scary because I was not scared in this one. But like the previous Texans of Massacre, like Leatherface's mask and whatnot, were slightly more haunting. But this one just made him look like a goofball. And like I don't want to say that in terms of like upsetting people out there, but like. Looked so bad, and I, I, I just, I'm lost for words. Like, I really feel hope people like see when they look at this, and even compare from the other ones. Like, it's not good looking at all. I mean, yeah, they do it during daylight, where the previous ones they do it at night, so it's supposed to add like a whole different type of, of feel to it. But it was fucking horrible, man. Just shit show, man. Just a shit show. How many minutes yeah, are you? I'm really this? tired of these remakes. I, uh, yeah, I'm really not tired of not these that remakes. Long. Maybe okay. ten minutes. No, that's fine. I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know, guys. I I had a great time watching it. I thought I, it was. I, I don't okay, know. But, but you have said <laughs> though. You have said that the only other one you've seen is right. I've only seen. I literally wa- I I watched them directly back to back too. And the first one is amazing. I even like bumped up my rating. It was four and a half. I gave it the fifth star because there were still moments that got me. Like the when they killed Franklin, it literally scared me. Oh, I, I still And I'm don't. like, to watch a, a movie from the 70s and still be scared in the way, I'm like, boom, there it is. But Franklin himself as a character almost kept that star from getting that fifth star. He's so obnoxious. The entire movie, he's just like, Sally, Sally, come on, Sally. The, the whole and I'm like, scream, yeah. The- if anything... I think the one thing that could have saved the movie, maybe, and not maybe not even saved the movie, and but like would have been a cooler way to tell this story. 
for like the first 10 minutes when they were kicking that little old lady out of her house who was the whatever Leatherface adopted mom, whatever. Who That was even like I thought it was Sally. I thought that was supposed to be Sally. And I thought that the twist was going to be she ended up raising him. That that would have been bad. What are you talking about? It would have been, inter- been more interesting and better use of the character than her just like showing up at the very end and being like, I'm going to kill you. Ah, oh, fuck. I've been stabbed. I've been chainsawed. It, it, it's I will. I will say maybe the only thing I did like was the shots of the chainsaw, because at least you didn't see Leatherface. You didn't see any other characters on screen. It was just an inanimate object, but it was bloody. It was chainsaw and it, it massacred. But I think at the end of the day, the only thing that got truly massacred was the film. Like it was horrible. Um, it, I, I, it, uh, I don't really give a shit about Rotten Tomatoes, but it, it's really plummeting down Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Letterbox is really getting maybe maybe this will win the Oscar of best fan voting film. You know, like this will really be payback. I don't think it's. <laughs> it I, I don't know that it's gonna be uh, not eligible, eligible next year. Um, so. no, but uh, you, you should, but it didn't show in theaters, is why I wouldn't be eligible. Uh, and yeah. fun fact, you know, why I wasn't in theaters? I looked this up, it, yeah. Apparently, it just kept testing so poorly that yes. like, Fuck, let's just sell it to Netflix and get it over. That's with. And, and that's the shit that I was talking like. Netflix is gonna say this was after like eight screen tests. It, it did, well, this movie's been in like production hell for a while, and so I was really when I heard that Netflix picked it up, I was actually excited about it because Netflix seems to have a, a pretty good track record when it comes to the these finding these horror films out of nowhere, and that's not the case. The last. In terms of the, as I said, this is the ninth entry to the franchise. The last good one was produced by Michael Bay. That should not happen, like at all. And, That's and a it's, pretty sad statement. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Michael and, Bay made the last good one. And uh, and in the and like I I do admit, like I admit, I like that one. That one's really cool. Um, the ones after that, there there's a twist in uh the 3D chainsaw, which is fucking horrible. I mean, Brett, you're one of the twist. You're wanting a twist. Watch that one. But I mean, it's I, I, I don't know how else to um, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. All right. We, fine. Maybe we'll get another one. Moolah movie. Maybe right. we'll get another that was one. A bar Moolah. No, movie. there's no way. I, I think they. I, I hate to say like I don't want one, but I think they'll do it again. Like they're just going to keep redoing. Oh, well, the, yeah, they'll probably we, do it again. But I'm not like a, not in like a sequel sense to this. Oh, no, I, that's the other yeah. thing. The legacy sequels should also die between this. Like, it, I mean, after Halloween, we get to see Halloween ends, Halloween was and very that lucky can be the only one. Then, well, yes. dude, but wait a minute, we did we talked about Scream Four and didn't totally hate that one, and that was kind of a legacy sequel and kind of a commentary on legacy sequels as a whole in it like on its own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I, you either got to do it right yes. or not at all. And, and, and then they don't have think, to tend to get that. I think Scream's in its own different category, sure. though, because Scream, Scream is a different person every time. Lot, yeah. This one's like, oh, we're bringing the exact same villain every time, and then riding it sure. poorly. Well, that's the issue the last couple of films have had. They keep thinking that it's only a film about Leatherface, but it also has a lot more to do than just Leatherface. Yeah, dude. One of the scariest parts of the original movie is where they got fucking Grandpa sucking on her finger. <laughs> right yeah that, that like that's like the one of the most because like what what do you do in that situation mm-hmm. and he starts coming back to life and stuff it's crazy uh 
but the, yeah, then there's nothing even close to being like that in this movie. So I just, at the end of the day, I just hope this doesn't like stain Elsie Fisher's career because she was fucking amazing in eighth grade. And I thought she was like, had a huge bright future in front of her, but this was just not it, man. And I hope this doesn't tank her career. I, I'm glad you say that because after watching this, I felt like she was probably one of the worst actresses. Scary, dude. No, it was so she bad. Was fine in it. It was so bad. No, her, you, the, the, her, the actress that played her sister was by far was had more to, had, she had more to do and she was well, yeah she had more to do but did she I thought she was awful I mean I was like she, why is the one one of the broad city chicks fucking trying to build restaurants in the desert she wanted to build an art gallery in a comic book store she buys com- no offense but like in the middle of nowhere well, hey, comic books. in the middle of nowhere I, still again why yeah it, the, the whole the, the premise of the movie make no goddamn sense whatsoever yeah, it's I'm not even like to... the area. It wasn't even like the area. Why didn't they go back to the house? Like if this was you know truly going to be a legacy sequel. You know what's funny? We is... need to move on from this. I know. Well, my last comment though, like okay. we, we, you know how crazy the the Friday the Thirteenth have gotten and the Nightmare on Elm Street's gotten. Maybe Texas Chainsaw Massacre needs to get out of Texas. <laughs> New York Chainsaw Massacre. You know, Leatherface Let's goes go. to Manhattan. <laughs> Mars or, chainsaw. I was massacre. gonna say Lars goes to Lars. Uh, Leather, Lars. Lars. <laughs> Leatherface Lars goes, goes to Leatherface. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be, or like maybe I don't know, but they, it's gonna happen. Maybe I think the only person, and I don't like. I, sometimes I don't like throwing this out there, but I think the only person that could save this is Jason Blumhouse. Like, because what he, if they did an Ash versus Leatherface movie, dude? No, because then Ash's reputation gets put on the line, and I don't want that. But that's chainsaw versus chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But we'll I, close. The, we'll close the coffin on that one. For yeah, one for fine. For Hopefully that we can close the coffin on the 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 idea of making those movies too. But honestly, unfortunately, we don't get paid and to make those. No, decisions. Uh, yeah. another fifty years, we'll get a legacy. Legacy. We'll get a requel. We'll get a requel. <laughs> yeah, someone's. Some other woman is going to be playing Elsie Fisher's character. Yeah. Oh, that feels that, that was me so off. annoying. They were driving I to Tulsa. Know, dude, like, that I was didn't so know. Stupid. I didn't know she had passed away. The 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 girl that played the original Sally. Uh, before watching this, I had assumed if you're going to make a legacy sequel, that you have the person that you're like giving the legacy to, like the Jamie Lee uh, Curtis or the name is escaping me, but the guy who played Michael Myers came back to play Michael Myers again. And they didn't have either of them. They were just like different people. So why even make the, the movie doesn't justify existence. And, and another thing they do bad is like, if it's supposed to like this whole, the actual events that took place in the original still carries on in this one. These people know nothing about it is what I was picking up from that. They're unaware. Well, like, they do. I, I, they do kind of play it off as like who watches like old murder documentaries. And I'm like, well, everyone right now, but I get it. If some people don't know the story. It was weird. It was weird. Johnny, I, I very much look forward to um, to the conversations that we can have about this when you get to it. But let's go ahead and shift into a film that we've all seen that came out this weekend that surprised, I think, me for uh, certain when it came to seeing the box office numbers. Oh, but, I was surprised. But, but Uncharted, finally, after what seems like 10 plus years, has gotten released and we can say we've seen it. So I'll, yeah, I'll let, yeah, I'll let Johnny go that ahead. That is accurate. Johnny, go ahead and uh, uh, thanks, open this one up. Uh, thanks, Sony, for actually releasing a movie because I've trusted you for a box office competition for years <laughs> and it's been delayed. 
Morbius is never coming out. Unfortunately, you decided not to draft the like better, the like the good Sony movie, though. Unfortunately, I actually had that one. Morbius, I have Morbius. I think it's April 1st, allegedly. I don't know if I could trust that date or not. Can't remember. Yeah, I know. I can't remember if anything significant happens on that day, Johnny. Can you? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Couldn't be me. Couldn't be us. Um, I was actually really surprised on Uncharted. A lot of video game adaptations don't take elements from the video game and make you feel like you're playing it. And I felt like Uncharted actually really made you feel like you were playing it. There was issues with the story if you're coming directly from uh, the video game series because I played, you know, one through four. And the one issue I had with the movie, and I don't, you know, want to make it seem bad too much, but you might guys have the same opinion, is that they did the story of, like, Uncharted 3, did a little bit of Uncharted 4, but then the characters were, like, Uncharted 1. So I'm like, I understand it's a movie, and it's separate from the video game, so I can't really, you know, judge it harshly. But that was one issue I kind of was like, I'm going to give it a pass, but I definitely see the issue that it kind of combined a bunch of Uncharted games and made a movie. There's two of us here that play the games. One of them has not. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) to to take what you say, though, I I did catch that, especially with the opening scene. I mean, that's from, uh, that was from Jake's Deception, right? The third one? Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was a very good introduction to have. because within when you play the games, there's those moments of like that high octane action and those um I, I don't want to say set pieces because it's a little differently when, yeah. you, when you're playing the in the video game. But I mean, you there's these obstacles you have to uh, overcome as a character and you move through those. And the movie did a pretty good job of like recreating that. And I know other video game adaptations they they butcher that when it comes to that. And so instantly starting off with that, I felt like you know what I might be in good hands here. Yeah, I was actually, you know, on your point, like, because I can go back and point out all these old video game adaptation movies where it doesn't feel like the game, like they took characters from it, but it didn't feel like it. This one was like, okay, this is Uncharted 3, the very beginning mission where you're flying out of a plane and you have to climb up. And Mm -hmm. then I saw aspects of Uncharted 1 and then the flashbacks when they go to the old characters from Uncharted 4. Mm-hmm. and how they actually solved the treasure made you feel like okay you're going through these scenarios of trying to figure out how to get the treasure find these puzzles and that's what i really appreciated like in this movie because you can go back and point to other games where it doesn't feel like you're playing the game like you didn't have any appreciation they're just, for it they're using the characters but they're playing a story that has no relation right to and i think that sometimes they do that because it's the only way they can get the movie made because studios won't make it otherwise so here's my thought i love what johnny said earlier and he's kind of spurred this thing in my mind because this movie does play out very much like a video game the action scenes the stuff that seem like the like scenes that are like high octane and fun to play and like you're like Got to press all the buttons and whatnot. Those those are the good parts of the movie. But then there's the parts where they're like just dialogue heavy or talking or explaining exposition that feel like I just want to mash the A button and skip these scenes and get to the story and get to the actual parts where I'm playing the game because I'm bored to fucking tears, dude. 
I, I, I couldn't. Are you I that kind of video game player where you skip the cutscenes? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Let oh me play the game. That's horrible. I'm on the opposite. I like that because that was. Like I watch movies to watch movies. I play video games to play the video games. This is like a moment <laughs> of silence. For I know. Let's fine. But yeah. Here, and I will preface this. I also Sorry just suck all the video game games. I hardcore did all suck at video games. For I'm not good enough to like get to through all the story or whatever ever. Well, you're uh, getting better at it now because you finally have a PlayStation. Xbox can really limit play, the playability. I play all the video games on my <laughs> PS5, bro. Yeah. So many video games. I if that if does it, can, I definitely when, don't just exclusively use it for YouTube here, and watching. Here's movies. what I'll do to help you out here is that I will bring you my copy of Uncharted 4 when I come up and you can at least sample it. It's fun. It's I a get, fun, no, I get, fun dude, I, get, I totally get the appeal and the appeal of making a treasure hunting video game into a movie. Treasure hunting movies have been working since Indiana fucking Jones. I wouldn't uh, say all of them. Though. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. But yeah. like you have your national treasures, which I've already expressed my love for. And the, OG the mummy. thing about the thing about Uncharted for me was <laughs> like, I also didn't give a shit about the treasure hunt. Like, I don't remember what they were hunting for. Treasure. I can bro. tell you treasure. exactly what they were trying to steal yeah. a national treasure. The Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, and I the, re- you can say that though about a lot of like the Indiana Jones, like they're they're searching for was, uh, an, a treasure, which it could be. In I don't I'm trying to say like I don't want to say MacGuffin, but it, it could sometimes be like that. But like an emblem, a token, um, statue. I get gold. it. No, no. I, I mean, yeah. dude, I totally. They're get all it. obtaining something, and like within this one, it involved. But they made the they made the finding that, that something interesting, and that's what I think this didn't do. Because they there's also interesting. They dude, pulled, there was like they were the chemistry between Wahlberg and Tom Holland was non-existent. Dude, the what now? The chemistry between Tom Holland dude, and Mark Wahlberg was nearly I, non-existent. I, I gotta disagree with you. On I one. think I think I Mark Wahlberg should have just played Nathan Drake, and I think they should have got like a Harrison Ford or something. Well, like a uh, Jeff Bridges or some uh, older he, guy to play Sully when, or whatever, this, and then like make it an adult thing and not this new team. Like obviously, Sony's like. Hey, we got one hot franchise with this kid. Let's fucking have two hot franchises with this kid because he's the only person that makes us any money, literally. So when this when this movie was in like development hell hell for as long as it was, it was Wahlberg was originally going to be Nathan Drake. Like he right. was on it for a couple of years, and they were gonna have Aged Robert De- they were gonna have Robert De Niro play Scully, and <laughs> David O. Russell that is was like not the right choice. <laughs> David O. Russell was going to be the director. Shut up. This was, this was right after they did the fighter. No, I'm dead serious. It was right after they did the fighter. And to kind of go into what you're saying though about how you feel like the chemistry that Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg had was like non existence. I was listening to interviews that Mark Wahlberg was given, and you can tell just between off camera that they were working really well with one another. And like Mark Wahlberg understood that he aged out of the oh. role and he took him not not under his wing because Tom Holland has been playing Spider-Man for as long as he had. So like he's going in there doing these action scenes and Mark Wahlberg's like my I don't need to do that but like I admire like you going into that um that rain and like throwing your body around like that when he needs to. But I mean no I I thought it was pretty neat but like if you play the video games you will know that it takes a while for Scully and Drake to kind of gel in a way and school is always sometimes having an upper hand on that nature that they, they don't need to hold right. your hand so you can't jam that development into a two-hour movie not every movie it. needs to hold your hand not every movie needs to yeah. hold your hand 
just in in this is um, you're trying to say this, I, I have to just like assume their relationship because there's three video well, games of four of build up. Yeah, four. four. Yeah, honestly, I'm gonna tell you that because if you play the video games, I think they do have a lot of chemistry, but they played the characters like in the video games. Dude, that's like where that's they like didn't trust that's each like, other. Dude, that's like if Harry Potter just didn't work and they like skipped major details of Harry Potter and were like, you should have just read the book. They're like, never introduced Ron and he shows up in the fourth movie. And they're like, oh, if you would have read the books, that's you would have known who Ron Weasley was. Terrible comparison. You can't you can't yeah. say that. You have to compare yeah. it in this in the theme of video game adaptations. Like look at Resident Evil. There's plenty oh, of I games have to play and all movies. the Super Mario <laughs> games before I can understand Super Mario Bros. That's what's happening. Well, that movie is atrocious. So, like, I hope you don't have to, play <laughs> games to understand that. Uh, but, but that's that's just I feel like that's like um, you know, you, you watch football games, but only in the fourth quarter. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Do you people know? do that? They sh- no, that's stop. And, and there's <laughs> a well, thing called hey, well, you know, there's a thing called red zone, right? That's well, almost exactly like that. It's all just the w- scoring plays. That's this, different from what you said. <laughs> but we're I don't know. I should not. I should not have to do four Red video games of homework as full. someone who is bad at video games well, and takes a very long time to finish things, especially video games. Uh, there's just no way I'm going to go into this movie knowing anything about it because you, I'm you, I'm never going to have that inclination to play the games. Is watched a couple YouTube videos highlighting the story. Of but then the I feel like series. I get spoilers. Why? Why not go you into something like this blind? You want to get spoilers? You're asking for understanding. Well, yeah, you know I what? The there's not really anything having. to spoil. Guess what? They're friends at the end, and they find treasure. And also, there's like a Peter Pan sort of thing going on with flying pirate ships. That, that I'm not gonna lie, that was kind of cool to say. I know they it, they showed it in the trailer, and I was like, mm, Pirates of the Caribbean never did that. Um, yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty cool. The uh, if, if I, I had to like, it. the only I think uh, I said the action scenes were very cool. The only thing you didn't like cool. was most Mark because they and Tom felt Holland. like the video, uh, like a video game. It, well, the treasure, the the like the I guess the early set with the crosses and trying to like find the key and like that whole sequence was really fun. Like I, I thought that was done pretty well. Um, I, I enjoyed Tom Holland. I mean, I know it's like what you're saying where he's getting cast in a lot of stuff, but I mean, if you're it's not just you don't want to cast cast it's you don't want to cast somebody to play Nathan Drake. That's old. Because then you, if you're looking to build a franchise, you can't really do that because you're going to have to pull what they do with. Um, I can't think of the one that I was. That was Sorry, it won't be kid where they it's, got. The you know, you say that, action. but they're making Indiana Jones five. <laughs> Why can't you make an old guy action movie? Do, you do know that um, Bradley Cooper was almost going to play Indiana Jones when they're going to reboot the franchise. Yeah, so was Chris Pratt. Who cares? Oh, God, fuck that. He can only voice Indiana Jones. Um, but like <laughs> having Tom Holland, he's young and they're like, I'm sure he's going to be moving on from Spider-Man eventually, you know, who knows? But like, if he's going to build himself into another franchise, I, th- I thought this Shouldn't was a pretty neat this. one to do. What we've talked about this before. He doesn't have that box office success outside of like IP. Like you can obviously throw this into the ring now because it made almost 50 million on its opening weekend, halfway from a blockbuster. It's, we're probably a, a couple weeks away from them announcing a sequel, which would be really neat. And it's going to hopefully, hopefully hold your hand into getting their backstory understood because apparently I mean, some of us need that. Um, Dude, I really enjoyed the fact I was not on board with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg at first. Cause I just like, they don't feel like they look like they're 
Not many people like Mark well, Wahlberg. When, when I when I watched the movie and just kind of let that go, like, okay, they don't have to look like the video game characters exactly. I think Tom Holland actually did a well job of Drake because mm-hmm. he really had that charm of the bartending, stealing, you know, I really enjoyed the that. bartending only made me want a cocktail remake starring Tom Holland. That is exclusively oh, how I way to about steal that my fucking reviews. Oh, wow. Um, Jeez. You like you like I'm only going to win this argument if I say exactly what Brent said last week. Motherfucker. <laughs> I just wanted to see how you would react. I'm sorry. You uh, up so well. <laughs> I think Bob Warburg played solely all right. It wasn't like 100% accurate, but I think it's good enough to where I could take a sequel. Are you like, going to are you going to look me in the shows. eyes right now, Johnny, and tell me that Mark Wahlberg didn't just fucking play Mark Wahlberg? Cuz that's what happened. Uh, he's on a stretch right now though where we don't know what he's doing. He's been taking on a lot of biopic films and like character defining uh, I guess structure and I think for him though like he's been wanting to do this project for a long time. And so uh, going back to that interview, like he got the call from the studio and they're like, hey, we're doing Uncharted. We're looking to start shooting around this time. And like we got um, Tom Holland to play Drake. And he's like, uh, so if he's playing Drake, like, wh- where, where am I? And, and they're like, well, you're going to play Scully. And he's like, I've outaged from that role. And so Mark Wahlberg like still wanted to be a part of this. And so like being able to still have that chance to get that is great. And I know some people also just don't like Mark Wahlberg from all the stuff he's done. He hasn't had a good, I guess, track record as of late, but I, I thought he did a pretty good job with what he was going to do. I mean, we don't know hardly any other, I guess, actors that were offered for the role, I think, of either character. I, I was trying to look at it, but I couldn't see anything outside of Mark Wahlberg or Tom Holland to play Nathan Drake. Yeah. I mean, Nathan Fillion did that short film, and obviously he wanted, like, people wanted him to be Nathan But, like, Drake that's the problem time. with, like, casting somebody so old is, like, you wouldn't have gotten... I, I don't even know, like, if this, if the movie never happened, I'm, it would probably have gotten shift off into a TV show, and you would have gotten, like, a, a one season or a couple, you know. Probably would have worked it. better as a series. Really, actually give that character cool. development that the people and, would and, want, like me. Well, well, yeah, and for you to be home, you can skip some of the cutscenes, because apparently that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> don't skip them. I just can't Allegedly you do. bothered to read the dialogue <laughs> So you're skipping the cutscenes, yeah. No, if it's like a uh, game where you have to read it and it doesn't talk at me, yeah. No, they do all the talking. I I think they actually did that well and portrayed it well in Uncharted. I mean, we thing- saw a couple of missions play in real life that I, I thought was really cool, especially like the airplane scenes. Well, I liked, like, um, oh, this is Uncharted Three. <laughs> Here's we weird. Go. The the fact that they opened with it and then cut back and showed us the same like exact scene was weird in they my sh- well they didn't show the exact scene because they show you through the viewpoint of inside uh, the plane sure slightly different yeah but I mean I thought it was kind of cool with in terms of like the storytelling um, they did a lot of like people crossing one another which being like an experienced treasure hunter as myself you <laughs> do that a lot <laughs> and the only people that I guess the only thing that wasn't crossed in the film were the crosses themselves. I, I thought that was really fun to watch Tom Holland cross people. I'm like, yes, here we go. Were you were you sometimes when like when you're watching him do some of his action sequences, you were thinking that where's his spider webs? Like why he is he literally, not literally he yeah. did like the landing where he has the arm up and stuff? I'm like, oh superhero God. landing. 
Yeah, superhero landing. When he would get, dude, there were times where he would get punched, and I'm like, nah, he wouldn't get knocked down by that. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's not Spider-Man. There, uh, there was, um, when I was like, kind of like after the movie, or after the weekend, and like seeing the numbers and whatnot, the Rotten Tomatoes, the critics were really destroying this film, but yet the audience enjoyed it. And I think uh, within a video game adaptations, sometimes you need to look more into what the audience is saying. Because those are the people that are actually dedicated in, to this material. And I mean, critics don't want this. So they're not going to really care to offer a valid you know, opinion about it. But I mean, if fans like it, then it's going to keep getting made. I mean, honestly, that's yeah. probably why we had so many uh, video game movie adaptations have failed because the fans haven't liked it. I mean, I don't want to start naming off some because it could spoil our picks coming up. But that could be the case with a lot of them. But I don't think that's the case with this one. Yeah, definitely going to talk about that later because there is a definitely a video game movie that I'm going to talk about that I felt like didn't play into the game. Like, I felt like it disrespected it. So Well, we'll if there's... We'll Brett, do you have any that. other words you want to talk about with Uncharted? Can't wait yeah. to play the games? Can't wait to watch the sequel? Can't wait to skip the cutscenes? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you... It. I would watch a scene trail. of this. Yeah. The only would, thing that I'm, was weak in this was Antonio Banderas because they really wasted it. Well, under you, yeah, they didn't, they didn't I, well, we haven't even you haven't said anything about the Chloe character who I thought was like totally oh, Sophia ancillary. Ali. If 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 I got into talking about her and the other actress, Rita, I mean, oh. that could be oh, oh, yeah. it would be really spicy, yeah. You know? yeah. I might go uncharted. Awesome, okay. Mm. Well, one thing that we were talking about though is like how in other films other adaptations they spend too much time on the origin part where like you have a two-hour film and an hour of it is origin it's background material dude i can't even remember the fucking brother's name though and he seemed like a big important part sam yeah sure sam i was gonna say jasper oh what the fuck i swear we're not we're not in i thought it was gonna be another thing i I thought it was gonna be like jake or jasper or something Well, Brad, that's another thing where if you haven't played the game, you don't understand that character. Like, But that's a flaw yeah. of the movie is that they couldn't develop so. it for the people. You think every fucking guy's girlfriend who played the game is going to be able to enjoy this movie? No. Anyways. Well, button. I think that's what the sequel's for. Like, if we get a sequel, I think they'll explain it for everyone you, else. You're going to make me watch it. That's the, the same shit as Dune. You're going to make me watch a whole nother movie to get the full aspect of the first well, movie? All right, all right, all right. Getting into our theme for the week as we wrap up the release of Uncharted. Our theme is video game movie adaptations. Basically, you play the video game, Hollywood makes it into a movie. We're each going to pick one. We're going to name them off. They could be the good ones, the bad ones. We don't know. But Johnny, as our guest, go ahead and start us off. So uh, for my video game movie, I think this one actually did a very good job. And I'll talk about a couple bad ones later. Uh, well, I, I certainly Mortal do want to Kombat. highlight some bad ones. Ah! Yeah. I knew it. I think Mortal Kombat uh, actually did Which a one, very though? good job. Which one? And I'm just going to talk about the new one. I think the old one did great. But I think the new one actually got the gameplay and had a very good amount of Easter eggs from playing the video game to where I could really appreciate it. Now, some of the story wasn't the greatest. Yeah. But I, I kind of say... expected from a video game adaptation. 
but it's like if you're not expecting it to be exactly like Mortal Kombat, I think it's a very good movie. I would say the biggest failure of that movie was trying to insert their own original character into the story when you have this whole, this like entire like catalog of characters they could have picked from to have be the lead. Like they could have made Liu Kang the lead again, or they could have had uh, like a Johnny, Johnny Cage. Cage, which they decided to tease at the end. And like, I thought the whole movie that he was going to end up just changing his name to Johnny Cage and moving to Hollywood and whatnot. And like that was going to be the the reveal of it all. Uh, but no, they had this weird original character who had lineage with Scorpion and he had this magical T-shirt power. Uh, and like that kind of took me out of the movie. But like you said, dude, everything they did with the, the IP and the characters, they made feel so tried and true to the video game material. And that's what I love most about that movie for sure. Especially because they had fatalities where so like many special, iconic fatalities. There were special combos in games. Like if you played like the old ones, like there was some from like Mortal Kombat One. There was some from like Mortal Kombat Nine, where it's like special unique combos were shown in fatalities. I really enjoyed that. Now, if you're gonna get like a new character, like that's fine. Like I'm not gonna fault them for trying something new because it was obviously better than like all these other video game uh, adaptations that we'll get to later. So if that's what I'm going to, if I'm going to sacrifice getting a new character, I'd rather take that than a really bad adaptation movie. Yeah. And that's what separates um, the the previous two Mortal Kombat movies. I mean, I know you can't really say that um, at that time, the special effects were horrible, but we've obviously moved uh, forward in, in time and it's gotten better. And, and I definitely like the fighting within this movie i think the only thing that put me on the opposite side of liking it um i'm kind of an average fan of the movie but fucking love the video games um the thing with world (laughs) combat though is like they do have a wide like their row gallery is huge i mean obviously the player selection um when you go to put them into a film you can't really put everything in there because it, it puts more weight onto it and so uh this one actually not too long ago got announced for a sequel so I'm interested in it because um, my I would have to probably say my favorite Mortal character is Johnny Cage. And so kind of being able to, are you, are we going to go Liu Scorpion, Kang, Sub-Zero? Liu okay. Kang, Liu yeah. Kang. No, always Liu Kang. Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to like the movie character. But I, I do, I love playing like Scorpion, Sub-Zero. And I think what this movie kind of, another little fault of the movie was not l- leaning into those characters enough because the the like the the history and the scenes between them were easily the best part of the movie for me. Uh, I would take an, an entire movie of just like their situation, and like when so, when fucking Scorpion comes back in that final fight, it's so cool. Well, they they do so a neat job, cool. a better job at like the the actors they cast as the the Mortal Kombat characters. I mean, Mike McKid uh, Brooks who plays Jax, like literally looks like jacks and they did a great job at uh, oh the casting really was on point Looney Lynn into character. and everything it was wait, who it Lydia was Lydia? not it wasn't he uh wasn't no. he Luke Kang uh Luda yeah, Lynn yeah yeah I was right yeah. Yeah. yeah he was the black power ranger oh that's where I saw him from yeah and he yeah. was he was really great and then uh Hiroyuki Sonata like is in literally everything and he is who we got as Scorpion and I thought he did amazing he's in one of your favorite movies Brent well not favorite movies but he's in Sunshine 
He's in the Wolverine. He was just recently in uh, Endgame. He was the guy that uh, gets killed by Jeremy Renner. And I thought he was amazing as Scorpion. You know what else he's in? He's in Lost. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, we've, I know Johnny, we've, we've had a great time playing this game uh, at the movie theater, having it on the big screen. That doesn't really, it defeats Who any mains. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I played, I mean, obviously Johnny Cage, but, um, Kano, I was pretty good at, and Scorpion, but I mean, I'm not the best. Oh, Kano was like actually hysterical in this movie. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch it, man. I haven't watched it since it was in theaters. It feels like a while ago, but it's only been really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reptile, I always liked playing as too. Any of like the like the the Ninja Clan members, I, I liked playing as those characters. Mm-hmm. Smoke, love him. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Smoke. Um, obviously, if you played at the Moolah, I would run the tables with Scorpion. That's the character I'm probably best with because you took I down the house. Any, like nice. any situation with Scorpion, I feel like Sub Zero. You have to play like the right kind of person to win because he's kind of slow. If these, if the kid, if their opponent's playing really fast, like score, I'm just not fast enough with Sub Zero. I'm way faster with uh, Scorpion. But I love Smoke. I think he was one of the best characters they added in, like, what was it, Mortal Kombat 9? I think he was in there. Something like that. I don't think he was in that, 10. I think he was only 9. That's a, the interesting thing, though, with Mortal Kombat is the fact that there's so many games and they kind of. So just, much lore, dude. Yeah. And, and I tried to has, comprehend yeah. the timeline at one point in my mm-hmm. life and had to give up. So you would do that, but you wouldn't even start Uncharted? Okay, got it. I'm going to write that down yeah, in my notes. Got it. <laughs> uh, no. He'll watch the X-Men movies, but he won't he won't understand Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's a it's a good choice for a video game. It's not on, solid choice. I, I would I mean I know I, I'm not a fan of it, but I wouldn't say it's on the bad end. Um because there's obviously far worse. And in terms of the three we've gotten, it's been the best. It's uns yeah, it's unsettled with its references. It is definitely the best Mortal Kombat movie we've ever had. Uh, and I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm pumped for the sequel. And they do a really cool job at like, obviously hinting at the moments within the game. Like they do the fatality and the finish him, uh, and like the yeah, brutality no, like the, scenes, it's like they show that. insanely referential. Yeah. So you got, some, I guess maybe you some point, maybe to a flaw at some point, because they're literally just like recreating fight scenes and fatalities for like a training sequence. And we like, okay, we get it. And there's not really much of an actual story going on uh, that we care about. At least there's again, there's Cole Young and his sister and whatever. But like we're we really just want to see the fights, the fatalities, the, the 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 spine rippings, the all the cool stuff that we get in these games. So hopefully we get the sequel soon. All right. I guess, Brent, I would like to go last. So will you go ahead and uh, let us know what did you pick for the video game movie theme? Why do you want to go last? Because eh, you DLC. I kind of went with a game that I played a lot growing up. Um, sim- simply, I mean, obviously, it's this is the third reincarnation, or I guess uh, adaptation of the video game. But I went with Tomb Raider, the one that came out in 2018. No, yeah, 2018. Um, maybe 2017. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed the games and I was a soft fan when the Julie movies came out. I mean, she's an all right, Laura Croft, but I think when Lisa Van Kander took on the roles, I mean, she put on 
you know, she worked, she put on the muscle. She did a lot of the stunts herself. And that's one thing when, when you're taking on the character of Laura Croft, when you're playing the games is you're going through the ringer and the terrain that she's playing in. And also the, the booby traps and the puzzles that you also have to solve um, the adventure setting. Like that was a big, big plus for me. I enjoyed all that within the games and then getting this movie. I thought I watched it last week and enjoyed the crap out of it. I mean, it, it's fun film. There's, there's the, the thrill of adventure and action and then also like throwing in the whole puzzles that they try to solve. I mean, it, it made me want to get into an escape room like bad because of how cool some of the set pieces were. Um, but also like the costume design too with, with Laura Croft. Like that's one thing we haven't mentioned though with the other film is like they do a really cool, like you have to obviously make their characters look like what they are in the video games or what the hell are we doing here? They went and, through so many tank tops before they found the right one, bro. Um, dude, I bet. But no, I, I, I enjoyed, uh, I, I mean, I like Vincander uh, as an actress to begin with. And so when they cast her in this and she beat out some like not good actresses to, to get this. So it was really nice to see her. Um, I wouldn't even be talking about this movie if it wasn't her, but it, it's a fun um, two hour film. Uh, the Angelina Jolie movies, I don't know if you guys seen them, but they're, they're hit and miss. One of them has the, I've seen the first, the first one has Daniel Craig, which is funny to me to, to know and then the second one has Gerard Butler which is funny for I me. just said I've seen the first and then you're like Daniel Craig's in it I'm like what <laughs> um I haven't obviously revisited those in a while because the action's a little weird in that one but they do a really cool job with the new one and and in terms of like going through this theme and like picking something out I, I wanted to kind of go not outside of the box but like I don't there's a lot of people that play the video games but I don't think obviously a lot of people see the movies and so I, I thought this new one that they had was really neat. And as um, we talked about with these other ones, like they're finally working on getting a sequel going. Uh, they haven't uh, a couple of scripts and working on like filming dates, but it looks like we're finally going to get the production moving and whatnot. So we'll be getting a sequel here soon with, with Van Cannon returning. And, and it was pr- pretty cool. I mean, I was a fan of it. What do you, you guys remember seeing this one? Yeah, I- Barely. I think we saw it together in the theater. We, I know we, I know you and I did, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I actually I like. I remember one. liking it. It's not the best uh, video game adaptation movie, but it's up there. There's Talk about a treasure a hunt movie fun. where I have no fucking clue where what they were looking for. Jesus Christ, I can't remember nearly like any details from this movie. I know I watched it, and I know she does like the iconic like rope swing with the vine swing or something. And the, yeah, and that's they, pretty much it. They do a really cool job at the gameplay within with the right. Film and you gotta have that. Like definitely, like here? it seemed like when she was like going through the like the temple or the mm-hmm. tomb when she was raiding the tomb. She has her pickaxe. She like, had to like go through that. the different stages and the different mm-hmm. levels and stuff. And that, so I re- I do remember that feeling pretty authentic. And the movie also cast Walter or Walton Goggins, and that guy is underrated. And I thought he was. I I do remember him being underused. I wouldn't say he's underused, but like, I mean, it's not. It they don't like, let him do his thing. And he doesn't get to goggin. Yeah, but no, he's, he doesn't uh, goggin it up. <laughs> and and I don't want to. I guess I'll, I mean I'll mention it when we get closer to it. But but no, I I enjoy this one. I mean, I obviously just returned to it. But I mean, as as on theme with with this video game adaptations, is you kind of have to be able to um, use features within the video game into the movie, or sometimes you're just not going to get it to work. So that uh that's my pick right yeah let's let's finally hear it 
So you guys picked some relatively like recent video game movies and like, yeah, admittedly, the video game movie genre has been getting better with your like Tomb Raiders and and your Mortal Kombat's and even like your Detective Pikachu's were pretty, pretty quality films. It was okay. It's better than a lot of these things, but I wanted to pick something that you we gotta go back, like past Dude. your doom. You have to go back. You gotta go past back before your your Resident Evils, back before Street Fighters, or is this what I think well, it is. What I, is I do. I'm gonna, an unnamed anonymous source would like to also say that uh, Wing Commander is a recommendation. Never Dude, that movie's that. awesome. It's so well, trash, but it's awesome. Tell tell your source I call out. You're going to love who it was. Uh, but before Street Fighter, maybe the first video game adaptation there ever was. I really hope I saw this now. I watched Super Mario Brothers. Dear God. And that is my pick for the, this oh week. Oh, my gosh. Bob wow. Haskins, right? Bob Haskins yes, and sir. John Leguizamo. And John Leguizamo uh, and oh, Dennis Hopper. Um, I, oh, in what is one. nowhere close to being an accurate adaptation of the video games <laughs> this movie was fucking ridiculous at every turn they they made the wrong decision when it came to like how are we going to implement the things from the game into this world you've have you have you guys seen this yeah. Uh, have you seen this movie yet? Have you heard about this? Very, very, very long. Very long time at ago. the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the bar. dude, I couldn't this? find this online. Bad. I couldn't. Really? There was streaming nowhere, even on your guys' website. Not the bro. Whoa, bro. Whoa, but, bro. Whoa. Oh, Why sorry to out you guys. Really? Government's already not going to never door. do anything. Illegal. I know, dude. The FBI is already calling. Couldn't find it there. I ended up, I did find it on some website and it was pretty decent quality. I watched, I, I, and it was the first time I had ever seen it. Obviously people have said it's terrible and whatnot. And like you, there's very accurate in their reviewing, but damn it. It's another one of those situations where it's like, you have a great time watching a terrible movie. I was laughing my ass off throughout most of this movie at like, just again, how they were making every wrong decision when it comes to like how they implement the characters like Mario, Mario and Luigi Mario. And like the fact that instead of princess peach where they're going to rescue princess Daisy. And it was only because they wanted to have their love relationship between John Leguizamo's character and this, this actress and whatnot and how people in an alternate dimension evolved from lizard people. And they were like, and they want to like come take over and like turn us all into monkeys who said this movie was okay? Like who greenlit this script? It it makes no sense. It's it's absolutely bonkers. Uh, like kind of quickly refreshing my mind on it, but totally forgot that they Bob and John did not like working with, working with each other, and Bob didn't even know he right? was making a you know what he was making until he was told about it from his son. But I mean, I I remember seeing it a long time ago. I it, I mean, it came out in '93, so I was one, but it it's crazy to kind of like see where we've obviously gotten between um, the amount of video game adaptations there are, but like knowing how worse they were, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And like you have the source material to pull from. And I mean, Mario is a legendary video game character. I mean, probably like top three all time. If you were to like do a draft over that note that down. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, down, right? it's, it's, it's kind of horrific to just butcher it. I mean, yeah. it, 
But here's I, the thing. It's such a loose story the Mario games have already because it's so mm -hmm. old and it's just yeah. like go save the princess, whatever. But like to make all the, the wrong decisions is truly a mind-blowing experience when I was watching this. Like there was a weird fungus that was saving everyone and giving them all these rewards instead of like the power-up mushrooms and their double jumps were because of bullet bill cartridges that they would put in these robotic shoes. It's like, what kind of drugs were these writers on? And where do Wait, I get I it? Hope, I That's hope you I'm were on drugs You could it. tell me. I was, yeah, I was. Um, again, I, dude, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're going to be pissed when you see what I give this on Letterboxd. Dude, are you fucking nuts, man? No, tell I'm me not gonna get. I'm not going to go crazy. Is it no. against your algorithm? It's like, higher wow. than zero. Yeah, pretty much. It has okay. to just not be a movie to like get anything lower than a one star. Pretty much. We've already talked about what was not a movie, but sure. Um, yeah, I, I have no interest in like watching this again because like I, I know how bad it you. was. Production does production value like shit. The costumes were horrible. Like, it was, and no, weren't, were, weren't they no, plunge, no, no. weren't they plumbers? Yeah. The production they value plumbers? was there. Yeah. That's probably yeah, one of were. the best part of the movies. Is like, yeah, the casting was pretty good in my opinion. I thought. Obviously, Bob Hoskins is amazing as Mario. And Dennis Hopper chews the fuck out of the scenery as the King Koopa. And even, like, Luigi, like, John Leguizamo had his moments and whatnot. You know. But, like, the production design and, like, the, the amount of detail they put into this weird, like, cyberpunk city that is very much not the Mushroom Kingdom was actually, at, like, admirable, but it just doesn't work. None of it works. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, I don't want to like jump ahead here into like topics or whatnot, but like we are getting a an, an animated Super Mario Bros. Mm -hmm. film that comes out in around Christmas time, uh, and that cast looks. I mean, I know it's voice actors, but that cast that look at least looks honest to the character interpretations that we're going to get. But yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the pick, but there's just so much bonkers between um, between the film and like I guess words that could be developed about it like it's it's insane yeah. there's might be a reason why it's not it's streaming yeah, or hard I to mean, find the I, dude um, yeah someone's gatekeeping mario brothers so bad no it's not good but i know a guy i know a guy who has a vhs of it so mm -hmm. it's out there um that's uh we want to do bad movie nights at the theater and so that's probably yeah, the first movie we're gonna do yeah it was up there um I, dude, I mean, the, the designs of the Goombas had me fucking rolling yeah. laughing. Well, These, like, little tiny head lizards. How bad it is, though. It's all so funny. Uh, well, uh, one thing that I wanted to kind of, like, I guess get from you guys, though, as we're on this subject, because it's not often we'll, we come across this one, but, like, what video game adaptations? I mean, Brett, I don't want to say that you're limited in knowing, but I think you obviously can answer these questions. Um, what are not your favorites, and what do you want to see? Um, I, I mean, I, not to like, I got, I do got an answer for go. this. Okay. Go, go ahead and like, give you it's guys a, response to that. And then it's I'll Assassin's kind of Creed and Assassin's Creed are, are my answers to both questions. Because those are the only games you've played. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> partially, <laughs> but like the one horrible. with Michael Fassbender was bad and I want them to do a good one so we could eventually skew I, off to the really cool stuff like in Odyssey and Origins and Valhalla, dude, and like those, I will. Um, those games are like probably like my top five favorite yeah. franchise of all time. But I think, and Johnny could probably agree with me on that. Like 
they're the story and like the lore with that is just too heavy to do for a movie and i think you have to kind of like push that into the the realm of like tv shows and like and i hate I really think they it. could do that's what I'm thinking. It's hard to pull I, I that off about that. I thought hours. I would think a series of movies would work better than a TV series but, just because you're getting like 30 to 30 to minutes to an hour to do those stories. And I just think that wouldn't work. And into, I guess, to like respond to that and I guess in a, a faithful way and whatnot, but like you can't build a, a story expecting to get a trilogy out of it if people don't come to watch the first one. And so, like, if you're a lot of times when you're making TV shows, if you're doing them within Netflix, HBO's, I mean, now Paramount's really jumping into the game and Amazon, like they give you full season orders. And sometimes and that gives you the, you know, the duration to create the plot, the background, all that stuff. Whereas, you know, um, Uncharted or some other video game movies out there, like they don't give you that leeway. I mean, Exaction Creed is a perfect example. No one went to go see this, and it came out on Christmas. Like that says it all. That says it all. Yeah. Uh, this was one movie I was going to talk about. I kind of told yes, that's uh, awesome. You, Brent, earlier with a Snapchat of me having an Assassin's Creed shirt on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was one of those movies where I was super disappointed in. And, and it I has an excellent cast too. Like, yeah, it, it, cast, the, the no fail. Love cast. Michael Fassbender, like love him to death. He, this movie sucked, and I think this is what it did from Uncharted. Like, with, failed from what Uncharted did. They didn't use the video game enough. I wanted one that was like Ezio, like in Italy. Like Michael Fassbender goes into Italy. And Bees is an assassin. That's what I wanted in this movie. We didn't well, get that. Wait, at isn't all. that one based off of like the Spanish something or other? Well, there's multiple iterations of like yeah. who did. No, I know. Is, yeah. I know all the games are set in different like historical time periods, but I thought the movie was an original. They weren't doing any of the ones oh, that had been. Yes. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was separate yeah. from. Right. Yeah. It was using That's the whole he like was an accessory as, like assassin to it, but a different During story. The Italian, yeah. it's like the Italian Renaissance. And I mean, that's what I makes really Assassin's Creed so still my favorite. I rather I want. Just I just want the. I just want the revolutionary miles. one. I want the Assassin's Creed revolutionary movie because yeah. well, that's the one I played one? the most. What's your favorite one? Favorite Assassin's Creed game? Yeah, probably Assassin's Creed Three. I haven't played Valhalla yeah. yet. But I mm. did love like Odyssey. Odyssey um, is probably my favorite. Valhalla is up there, but in terms of like the setting with Rome and Odyssey was fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah I can only imagine. That's one I've been and wanting to play so bad. Out of Ezio, I loved Brotherhood a lot. And Revelations was good. Like they were up there. But I really like going back to the American history. Yeah. Seeing yeah. Connor go out. So that's why I have a probably higher than a lot of other people and no, i do like, totally agree the um what i was gonna suggest suggest but like a video game that i a move that i want to see into a movie and it could be pretty i think hard to come by uh but at the same time easy if done by the right people red dead redemption two yes. easily but like i love fucking westerns the story within this one is some of the best shit out there i mean this game as many delays as it had people were still committed to the pro like the process of waiting for it yeah and and i fucking loved it and so like if this were to be made into a movie um it'd be really really cool i mean i can 
sit here all day and just kind of fan cast yeah. that. But I mean, I love that one a lot. That's definitely one of the games I would like to see a movie be made of. Has there ever been talks about a Gods of War movie? Yeah. Because um, I would watch the fuck out of that because I can't, I, I should have not big dove into those games either. I should note that it hasn't been announced yet, but remember a couple weeks ago, The Rock came out saying that they're going to make uh, an adaptation of a beloved oh, video game. Yeah. For I a long time. I think it's Call of Duty. Yeah. I think it's be, Call of Duty, though. It'd be interesting. To, I was going to say, it'd be interesting to see what it was. I I don't like, I kind of want to, um, because there's a lot of TV shows or games that are coming into TV shows soon. We'll have Halo in a month, which I'm looking forward to that one. And that's already getting a second season before it premieres. So that'd be kind of neat. Next year uh, on HBO, we're getting Last of Us. I know all of us are deep fans of that, <laughs> of that video game. Um, and then within the last week or two, we've been in a, there's been a Bioshock TV show announced and a Fallout that'd be TV really show cool. announced. So it seems like right now and we're getting Borderlands. That's good, and that's going to be a movie. Yeah, it's yeah. it's we're it seems like we're in this next wave of like video games are going to start getting bumped. I mean, I still think there's not a fantastic yeah. video game movie, right. and they're still just like, all right, uh, let's let's try another video game movie. Here, here's my take on it. I think there's been fantastic movies about video games. There has not been a yeah. good, fantastic video game movie. Because, like, the best video game adaptation movies, in my opinion, would be, like, Mortal Kombat, like, Uncharted, and, like, Tomb Raider. But the best movies about video games, I think they're better. You're, like, you know, like, the Wreck-It Ralphs of the world. That was a really good movie. I so thought you were going to say Free Guy, and the fact that you just said a Disney movie blew my mind. Yeah. Well, it's also how you're you're saying that some of them are pretty good at being, um, I mean, none of them are like good at successful, but like one of my favorite video game franchises is The Hitman, and they have failed so many times at that movie. So bad. (laughs) And it's it's at that point where like, are they ever going to be able to return to it? Because they kind of really ruined that character, even though it's not hard to do, I feel um and so like that that's sometimes um i guess the the unfortunate when it comes to like one of your favorite ones i mean that that was one of the things when i first got out of uncharted was like i want a sequel and i think we should get one because there's far worse video game movies that get made that get sequels and yeah i'm looking at three-fourths of the resident evil movies because that's out there i mean it's it's crazy but i mean it, it it happens I enjoyed the Resident Evil movies. They're not good. I'll fully admit that. But I do enjoy them. They're, they they certainly separate themselves. I mean, but I haven't seen all of them though. Yeah. I've, I think I've seen like I think three out of the four. Oh I've no, there's the last two. There's like eight of them, bro. There's way too many. With Mila Jovovich, yeah. there's way too many. And they, Dude, the a one new that came one out, just came out. Yeah, but the but that one is more within the video game because Alice is not of character within the video game frame like she's just brought to the movie right. franchise so it's kind of hard to like those in a way but but i mean yeah i mean yeah i mean hell man that's that's what you get with with video game movies i mean they're trying to find the one that works and it would like i mean if it'd be interesting to get a call of duty one because i mean at the end of the day that's kind of just a war film if done correctly in a way i don't know right. um I mean, what are they going to do? Make like a live action war zone where like there's a hundred actors out there that come into play? I don't know. Honestly, I'd be all for that. You know how funny that would be if you just had a hundred random actors 
not and some of and the, they, the bad dude, ones i mean yeah like obviously they don't all have to be famous but it could be like an insane amount of cameos and it's like this hunger Games style yeah. movie where you're following the rocks character through like just this like, war zone match uh i'd be spending wow. most of my time in the gulag oh bro scenes. we forgot the uh, what about a Fortnite movie i in the oh, podcast God. we're fucking done i love Fortnite. Fucking hate that shit. Anti Fortnite, right here. Anti Fortnite. Oh, dude, wait! I had a perfect idea. What about a Madden movie? You know that football thing looks pretty (laughs) interesting. If it would have been made in real life. No joke, though. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a biopic about him soon. Oh, guaranteed. I I would say two years max. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I kind of like. I guess who would play John Madden? Ah, I, I honestly, you know who would have played John Madden? Fuck. Are you gonna say Chris Farley? It would have been Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep, dude. I'm sorry, yeah. but tell me I'm wrong. No, I I see that one. That is, it, I that is ideal casting. Actually, right let's just get Kevin James to do it. You know, <laughs> clearly Sean. He Payton, already makes so. a convincing Sean Payton. This is tragic. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is how we're ending this conversation, Brent. <laughs> this is how bad it's going. Well, I, I, I need as, it uh, need to bring it back Payton. on a need to bring it back on a high note though. But that uh, anything else you guys want to say about video games, video game adaptations? Um, I will say a couple movies that I would like to see made if they can do it well. If they can do it well. Ooh, yeah. I would like to see the game like Skyrim be made into a movie. Oh, that'd be really cool to see a medieval game mm. being made like we have the witcher tv show mm-hmm. but i would like to see a movie be made of like a like an elder scrolls something that, that would be a really like cool craft yeah oh i was hoping we something had we were gonna go this entire time without talking about warcraft nope happened sorry yeah <laughs> happens this is what we're getting warcraft like i think that would be really cool like we've already the other series i've already They've already named TV shows. Like, I really wanted a Last of Us because I love part one and two. Yeah, I said it. I like Last of Us part two. Everyone can just DM me and we can fight about how you hate Last of Us part two because of certain story points. <laughs> but uh, I love that game. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll certainly. Uh, and, and I know HBO just announced, though, like last week, that that show's not going to even premiere until next year. I mean, they're filming it right now, but they're. That's yeah, gonna that's be crazy. like they're gonna. That's um, Dude, that's money in the bag. I'm right too. There. I'm too excited yeah. to see the little girl from uh, who played Leanna Mormont, whose name oh, is from Game of Thrones. Me, from Game yeah. of Thrones, as Ellie. I'm re- mm-hmm. that is the what I'm most excited to see. Besides my boy, Daddy Pas- Pascal. Did you just say Daddy? Yeah, Daddy. Sorry. He's the best at playing <laughs> yeah. Dad. Okay, I, I think we might have to end it on that now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, the only other game that comes to mind would be a uh, Batman Arkham series. Which is yeah, right. Uh, they should make a Batman. game about that Batman feller from that video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if anything, let's turn this around and I want them to make a good Superman game. It's been in yeah. development for so long. I think yeah, because been... it like was one of the most atrocious games for the N64. I would like a, a video game about with Titanic trying to escape the boat in time. Oh my god! You know how yeah, fun the trophies would be for that? The, yeah. <laughs> the trophies for that would be pretty fun. <laughs> Can we play as Leonardo DiCaprio? 
You get to unlock characters. You get to unlock yeah. characters. You unlock the guys who went who played you, there. The, the band you spawn from different parts on the, as boat, it goes down. on the ship. Right. Uh, all right. Collect the <laughs> I think we could. One of the trophies could be collect the icebergs on the. Uh, how many like collect a chunk of iceberg that this, fell on the deck of the ship? This is too. Would it be? Would it be like? Draw me uh, like one of those French girls. A sandbox it. style game where you can roam around you have a little bit. To, you, or have to, you have to. You have to swim. Like you have like, to swim over to the like door to before the sharks around. get you, or before you get frostbitten. Get a bunch of. There's like a timer. All right, we can just keep going on and on, and I'm probably gonna end up cutting all of this, but. Not Some all recommendations. This, this is gonna just be where I jump in to our recommendations, how we end every podcast. Um, we'll go first, Johnny, and then I'll let you go. But I'll I'll start off because I watched what I think is maybe the best Batman movie there is just last night. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Animated Obviously, Batman people movie. don't yeah. think about this yeah. one as a Batman movie when they make their lists. But it was theatrically released, and it tells the best Batman and Bruce Wayne story and how those two different individuals can't exist at the same time for one to be happy. So I highly, highly, highly recommend, especially go out and watch that. It's on HBO Max. Go out and watch it before seeing the Batman when that comes out. Johnny? Yeah, for that's a good Batman movie. Uh, another good one. Like your recommendation squad. doesn't have to be a Batman movie. Just, well, just so you know. I wasn't going to go Batman, but, but since you brought it up. Uh, Assault on Arkham Asylum. This is a rated okay. R Suicide Squad movie. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend that. That's one that I wanted the original Suicide Squad movie before the James Gunn one to be. And I was greatly disappointed it wasn't. <laughs> That's actually the next one lined up for my animated watch. Like I was kind of watching them in order to release, and that's actually the next one on my right. on my list. So I'll have to crank that one. I, I also don't think I've sat down and watched that one. I've watched a lot of the animated DC stuff because I think they make better animated DC movies than they do live action big budget yeah. DC oh, movies shocker. a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So definitely yeah. gonna have to check that one out. And then I guess Brent. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend uh, Texture Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I don't want to be the only motherfucker that has to sit through and watch this painful film. So what? I want no, come on. to bleed their Give us out. a real, stop it. Give us a real answer. <laughs> uh, you want a real answer? I'll get you a real answer. Um, I recently uh, rewatched, I mean, this is digging deep into the, uh, the thought process out there, but if you haven't seen Lost in Translation, I highly recommend watching it. Mm. Bill Murray honestly was like robbed of the only chance he would have gotten an oscar um scarlett johansson is is fantastic in that film and they, hey, they never share say never strong, sir they share some strong chemistry and so that's I, I rewatched that film for the third year in a row on february 17th that is my now official loss in translation date that's my recommendation was the first two by accident and you just had to keep it going no no uh, the first one uh jack bought me it for uh on valentine's day we each bought each other a, a, a depressing rom-com I know you would love that. And then last year it was Johnny's pick for the film club. And I, mm-hmm. and it was coincidentally when I was looking at um, the last time I watched Lost in Translation, I was like, oh, I watched this last year. I'm going to do the same date. And then I put a notification on my calendar on my phone. Oh my God. That's and, funny. and I have that's one for awesome. next year too. So I'm canceling my plans for 2023 on, on February 17th. There we go. Lost in Translations. 
Very cool, guys. Johnny, it was awesome having you on the podcast finally. We'll definitely have to have you back on here at the end of the FAL League stuff so you can talk about what went wrong with your draft potentially because you do still seem to be in last. Yeah, trust the process. All right. You know, all we're right, going to have a couple right. years. Get, I mean, obviously, last. We got. We're gonna get James Harden, and we'll be. You good. got. You got brought up multiple times when I talked about how you fucked me hard with your Anthony Hopkins shit. Yeah, but... that one. That one was crazy to me. When I drafted him, I thought he was gonna be winning every single award. Like I, when I watched the movie, I thought he that was an Oscar worthy, like appearance, and he wasn't winning. So I'm like, there's no way he's gonna win at the Oscars. He wasn't winning on these other award shows. Nice. I was totally he shocked. He in at the BAFTAs the and then boom, ruined the whole he ceremony. Didn't win anything else. Yeah. Ruined the whole I thought show. it was Chadwick Boseman. I was mind blown that it, Anthony it Hopkins won. <laughs> but that's going to be it for us, folks. Again, thank you for coming on, Johnny. Thanks for giving us your time. We'll, yeah, no we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Uh, but signing off for this episode. You should close it off like you do with video games. Well, I never finished video games, so I'll just cut.